The St. Charles County Veterans Museum is a 501c3 nonprofit business. The museum would not exist without the donations of our generous community. Your donations ensure the museum continues to share and preserve the stories of our veterans. Would you like to be part of something special? To donate, visit sccvetsmuseum.org and click on Donate. Welcome to the Dog Tag Podcast at the St. Charles County Veterans Museum, live from the O'Fallon Elks Lodge for the Songs for Heroes. Today is September 2nd, and I have my co-host, Dominic Masters, United States Marine Combat Veteran. And our first guest today is Collins Horton. Welcome, Collins. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. What's going on? Man, I, I tell you, it is, uh, it's an absolute honor to be here with you gentlemen, and uh, it's, it's been a whirlwind past three days, I can say that. I, yeah. I guess so. You guys have been working hard. You know, yes, we have. We've worked very hard and diligently, and you know, the, I think the biggest pressure we probably all put it on ourselves is we just want to do these stories justice. Sure. And that's the weight that we've kind of put on our own shoulders. And, you know, at the end of the rights, I was very fortunate that um, – I wrote four songs and um, four incredible, excuse me, five incredible uh, veterans because I had a husband and wife yesterday. And, you know, it's just to see, you can almost see the weight coming coming off their shoulders as they're telling their stories. And, you know, it was really eye-opening because a couple of them even mentioned that, you know, we were the second or third people that they've told this to. Wow. And, you know, some of those were Vietnam vets right. that they've been carrying that story for over 50 years yeah. and haven't told anybody. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I don't. Well, I, I think coming from a uh, Iraq War Generation guy, um, they didn't have what we have now. You yes. know, so, so like, yes. they weren't even given that option, which yeah. when I think about those guys and gals, but those, the Vietnam era, we, oh, just, we're uh, so lucky these mm-hmm. days. Myself included, you know, we uh, the veterans coming home. We're so lucky because we have this great support system and 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 therapy and all kinds of other things going on. So remember those guys. Nobody they were all pissed at them when they got yeah, home, exactly. and it's like how yeah. terrible. I know, isn't that awful? Yeah, isn't that awful? The thing, and then just from some of the stories that I've heard, especially about Vietnam, to think that they came back and then were treated so poorly after witnessing such hell. I, I can't, I can't fathom that. It. it I don't know if I can say pisses me off. Yes, but oh, yeah, it this is, this is an open mic. Anything okay. you want to it say. It pisses me off. Me too. To no end. As Where? a Marine, our dress blues are something that we covet yes. so highly. My mom worked with a gentleman, and when he got back, United States Marine fighting in Vietnam, everybody has heard stories and read about what they had to go through over yeah. there. It's, it's just, it's unreal. Um, this man, through his. It, messes me up talking about it he threw his dress blues in the trash can at the airport because he's an african-american gentleman a in the 60s 70s and then he didn't he didn't want to feel what his own people were going to spit on my dress blues when i get home from doing what i just did this man threw his dress blues i mean it's it's something that we hold so dearly And uh, so that kind of stuff, it, it wrecks me about 
the way we treated yeah. those people back then. But. I don't, I don't want to take the thunder from some of the songs, but uh, you know, after each day with all the writers, we're all in the same hotel and we're sharing rooms and you know, kind of get in and talk about our experience and the story and kind of telling that story to other writers and a little bit about that song. And I can just tell you this: that there are some songs that I think definitely, at least to me as a listener, some of the songs that I've already heard. I was, I was floored, just yeah. the stories, and uh, I, I think we certainly put our best foot forward to capture that emotion as best we can, and I don't I don't know that music truly can completely capture it. I think it's um, damn close. I think it's it's close, but I, I just I, I don't know that there's a way to really say what right. what needs to be said. Well, um, so it's we certainly hell, tried. It's a hell of a way to try, though. You yes, know what sir. I mean? If you can do something and you're a musician. I think it's a yeah. I think it's a really good thing. Yeah. Let me interview you for a second. So sure. I read about you. I've been investigating, <laughs> and uh, you have Uh-oh. been a musician from a little boy. Yeah, my mother was a uh, church pianist. My grandfather was a Baptist pastor, and uh, she she was playing congregational piano from age seven until I mean, anytime we'd go visit them, and that's where music really kind of set in for me. It was my mother, and. Um, so, yeah, I played, you know, off and on through high school, college. I mean, as soon as I could pick up a guitar and learn to play it, I started writing songs. That's what I hear. And, and it kind of became, you know, my medium to to get, you know, I was I was a jock. I was a football, baseball, track, you know, athlete. And uh, that was my way of just kind of venting a little bit. Sure. And uh, just really kind of set in. And I remember thinking about my grandfather. I've got several songs about him. But uh, when I got my first guitar, I think I was 11 at Christmas, my grandfather was over there. And I heard him in the corner kind of mumble. He's like, oh, he'll never learn how to play that. So I'd like to think if he if he could be here with us now to, to see what to see what music has become. And now it's an outlet to be able to come and, and try to share my gift with absolutely such incredible men and women in uniform to uh, – I just think he'd be tickled pink. You know, a gift really that he had a huge part in giving you anyway. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? He yeah. was a huge yeah. um, motivator for you. So Yeah. Um, I think some, some of the reason I probably learned as fast as I did, because I was self-taught, too. I didn't take any lessons. And, wow. Um, I think some of that was just to show him, you know, show him absolutely. up. Just saying, no, okay, <laughs> absolutely. I heard what you said, and I'm yeah. going to get you back. Yeah. It's a competition, a friendly one, even yeah. a loving family one, but it's a, you Then know. he comes back, you know, a couple a year or so later for, for Christmas, and all of a sudden I'm playing him songs in the living room. He's like, I'll, Son be, of a I'll, gun. I'll be dang. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he figured it out. Yeah. Well, you already kind of touched on uh, the impact that talking to the veterans in the past few days mm-hmm. and writing songs for them, um, uh, the impact that that had on you. Have you ever done, have you ever been a part of anything like this Songs for Heroes? I mean, outside of you caring about it, your personal self, and, and going through all this as a civilian with your countrymen and women uh, fighting for all these years, have you ever been able to do anything like this before? Not something organized like this. I, I um, A lot of my friends, I've got uh, nine Marine cousins on, uh, I guess that's on my dad's side. My grandfather was a... United States Army Air Force World War II vet. My great uncle was a uh, Marine vet in uh, World War II. And so military has always been near and dear to my heart. Um, I thought I was going to end up playing college ball, which is why I didn't opt for the military path. But that being said, I've got a lot of friends. I've always gravitated towards our law enforcement, first responders, military. Absolutely. A lot of good friends. And uh, I used to do a little bit of competitive uh, shooting. And so I got to meet a lot of those guys. And most of them were had some kind of military background. And you know, we'd get done on the range, you know, doing some drills and everything, and they'd just kind of start telling their stories. And, and a lot of them, you know, had suffered or were suffering through PTSD. So I've, I've got a couple of songs that I've written about it, but, you know, that's just my perspective from what they've told me. Right. 
and they weren't in the room when I was writing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to kind of correct me and be like, eh, that's maybe not accurate, maybe not. Sure. So this was really cool because it was, you know, we'd, we'd write a line and be like, is that right? Right. You know, making sure we get the narrative right. Yeah. And, and, and they were very candid with us. Like, no, that's not right. And so, like, all right, let's fix it. Yeah. And so that was really neat to have such an organized deal and to be able to have that three-hour one-on-one time with them to make sure we got their story right. Yeah. And then we play it down at the end. And, of course, it's very rough because it's just written. And um, so tonight will be the first time they've really gotten to hear it since we've kind of polished yeah. them up. And, yeah. You know, we were, awesome. Well, we were kind of joking in the car ride over, and I said, you know, I'm going to have to be staring at my phone or closing my eyes because if I look out at these vets that I've been with, I'm, I'm going to lose my – I'm going to lose it. I lost it a couple times yesterday during yeah. the process of writing a song, you know. So yeah. it's like, shit, you guys must be doing something right, you know. Yeah, well, but, you know, the, the car ride here is about five hours, and we're, there's four of us in our vehicle, and uh, we we're, were talking. I was like, I have a feeling the car ride tomorrow is going to be pretty somber and quiet. I think it's just going to be kind of a decompress, you know, uh, from some very, very heavy stories. And i, I got to tip my hat to all the men and women that I've sat with because they were trust. they trusted us with their story. Yeah. It's a they big talked deal. about things they hadn't talked about with many people. Sure. And that's an honor and a privilege to be entrusted with that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's you know, again, kind of seeing that weight come off their shoulders. And in and, and, and some degree, you kind of feel like it gets put on yours. But, damn, I'm proud to help carry it. It's therapeutic. It. If man. I can help carry yeah. that weight, absolutely. And what you just said about that car ride home being somber, you know, some people could come here to write a cool song and get it on the radio or something. But the fact that you're taking it that way, I can tell you personally, means a lot to me. I appreciate and that. I know it means a lot to everyone else, military and civilian. So, so thanks for everything. Oh, That's, man, no. It's, it, again, it's, it's my privilege. It's my honor to, to be a part of this. And right, right on. I'll tell you, I'll just say that, uh, and I'm going to put the, we're recording this, so it, it actually was said. But if I don't get invited on the next one, I'm going to be furious. I'll, I'll have it on there for <laughs> sure because I've got the same paperwork at home. And we'll, yeah. we're going to get the same crew and then yeah. maybe plus some. So, so uh, and I feel like I've made, uh, made some very good friends. Um, with uh, not only some of these other writers, sometimes some of these writers, first time I've written with right. them. Right, I heard that yesterday. Which is really neat, that's you know, wild. and uh, that's that's the community back in Nashville is writers, um, you know, you, you write with new people all the time and, and you be, you become friends, you know, we have that yeah. common interest in music and yeah. that passion and uh, so I've made some friends there, but also, you know, these veterans, I've gotten to be with people that are part of the St. Charles Veterans Museum. Just That's awesome. Yeah, I want to come back and spend, you know, hours in Please there. Please do. Yeah. Please do, because yeah. it's a great museum. Absolutely. Well, Collins, thinking about the museum, it's uh, your first time here in St. Charles County at the museum. What was your impression of the museum and our focus on uh, telling the story versus collecting stuff? I, you know, nobody told me what the museum was about. Um I didn't really look it up. I knew the name of it, and we got there, and then we kind of got to do a tour day one, drove straight straight to the museum. And, it, I mean, you're in that door for 30 seconds, and you're like, holy cow. This Heavy. is absolutely amazing because yeah. this is not a war museum. This is a veterans. These are stories right. about men and women. And then you see their photograph next to their uniform. And for those that, you know, that survived, and then you see an, uh, an older picture of more they're a volunteer at the uh, at the museum and you know it was absolute phenomenal i mean i've never seen anything like that yeah it's neat and, and as a songwriter you know i'm i'm i love i'm a storyteller type songwriter and right so i'm always enamored by its story um you've got albums in there don't you man yeah <laughs> right right i mean good grief wheels you, are the, spinning oh i mean you walk in and you just go yeah i want to sit down with every single one of those binders i, I think it's you. what 458 there's a lot of them well, you're sitting like, with one of them, so yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you anything and, you want. Yeah, to. <laughs> well, I got, to, I got to hear a little bit about your story. Um, 
from your guy, uh, Hal, I yeah, guess, that you wrote with yeah, yesterday. Hal and Craig, yeah. And he was kind of telling me a little bit about your story. And, um, yeah, it's just – it's 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 amazing. And, and I'm so glad that, that they had that thought to do yeah. that. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, that like, their stories will live on for yeah, generations and generations, yeah. as they should, as every veteran story should. Yeah. Well, and like Jason was saying, it, it is about the stories. But I always – and I'm, I try to go up there as much as I can and help out and do the podcast and all that. But looking at some of those, you know, the World War II stuff, I, 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 it, I'm not into the war because, of course, it was horrible. But, it, like, it's a huge part of our history. And to see some of those relics, it's just like yeah. – wow, this thing made it from Europe and, and like, you know, just the whole thing behind a guy or a gal keeping something like that for all these years and then feeling like the same way I did, it, this stuff would be better off somewhere where other people can can learn from it, enjoy it, uh, you know, history and, and all that stuff. So it's like some of those things in there, man, I look at them and I'm like, that's a completely different world than, in, you know, it's, yeah. it's so impactful to, and then you read the story and it's like, forget it. I walked through there and cry the whole time. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be here anymore, you know, yeah. and I go home, but. But uh, to me, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm different, but it's, it grounds you. It oh. keeps you extremely humble. Um, I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail with it, but you know, to, to see the, the flag disrespected in any way, I don't care what, for what cause it, it offended me because, I, again, I've got a lot of family members there. And to see the honor um, that these veterans and these stories, that, that's that's what every, again, every single veteran deserves that. It's a problem. It, it is a problem. You know. It is a problem. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to hear, um, I guess, whatever, whatever went down, I guess, was it in Congress or the Senate? So apparently, I know our president got put in his place a little bit. Sounds like the last day or so, but. Yeah, there's a huge epidemic, and uh, and and there's not enough being done, and you know. Well, those flags are are coming home over coffins of guys that have given the ultimate sacrifice, right? And that's just one piece of it, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. to me, that's really really important. You know, you know why for me, Dominic? Absolutely. But, <clears throat> yeah, so. my a couple of my brothers had those flags over their coffins, and it's like it it, it is a problem, and yeah. you know, if anything. These songs might help people understand that, man. So you're doing more than you think for coming from the other side of this table. Absolutely. Not literally yeah. this table, but, you know, from the veteran side, Marine side, military, all that. You're doing more than I think you could even understand. And I know I can see the the realness in your eye. I yeah. can feel that this is serious to you, but it very it means a lot, and it's very serious to us too. Well, uh, I appreciate that. I, I can tell you that. You know, we've been posting, kind of talking about trying to help build this with awareness. Right. And I've already, I know every one of us we've talked about, we've got, there's dozens, dozens of writers back in Nashville. They're like, why didn't I get invited to this? Come on up. So, I mean, there's. there's, Let's do it again. There is not going to be a problem getting more writers up here to have this opportunity to to hear the stories and and to use their gifts because they want to give. Absolutely. They want to give back. And, um, you know, as, as a civilian trying to write a song about what a soldier experiences, you can't without sitting down with that individual. Absolutely. And every story is so there's a, there's some commonality I think within all the songs that you'll hear um and I think that's probably just part of being a soldier, yeah. you know, brotherhood of and some things, but then there's the very unique um, individual individual stories right. about and you could see you could see when we were asking them questions that was hard too because you know we we kind of tried to preface with each one, each of them just you know hey we we want you to share what you're comfortable sharing. We realize that we're just now meeting, but um, 
and you could you could you could see the pain in their eyes talking about yeah. it. Um, yeah, I mean, you, real. you could you could genuinely see it. Um, it's just, I, guys, I don't know what else, I don't know what to say. You about don't it. have to say much more. I think you've done just, it. Yeah, you said it's, it. It's yeah, heavy, you so. said it. Listen, man, we're going to let you get back to sound check, and I know you got plenty of stuff to do to get ready. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for Thank stopping you. by Thank and you chatting for service with us, and man. Welcome home, sir. We appreciate you. Thank you very much, Thank you, Collins. Gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Have a good Pleasure. night. We'll Thank see you up there. Thank you, guys. Get on it. And that has been Collins Horton. Thank you so much. Dominic, let's go ahead and continue uh, with your experience over the past few days of uh, telling your story and having a song written. Give me a little feedback on what that experience was like for you and kind of uh, what kind of emotion was behind there and, and what you felt. So you know how we've all, music has been a part of our lives since I don't even remember ZZ Top and Tom Petty in the car with my mom. I, as young as I can remember, music's been such a huge part of my life. But to see how a song is made and like how they go through, and it's not just rhyming words. There's a there's a platform or a uh, what's it called when you have like a uh, like a way of doing things. There, it, there's a like a strategy. Yeah, it, it, totally. And so watching them do that, it, it was just it was a it was a really neat experience. So I, basically, they sat back. Hal and Craig and I went in this little room, and they sat back and kind of we just started kind of talking. And then they were asking me questions, and then they start, they like come up with a line, and Hal would grab his guitar and riff for a minute and then sing this line. He's got this voice. That, this is just my story, of course, but he's got this voice that just like reaches out, and you're like, whoa. But the way they come up with verses and bridges and hooks and the whole thing, it, it was, it was, the whole um, song writing thing was, was super cool to me. Was there, was there kind of a feeling of, expression that was coming out of you as they were riffing and writing these words after you had told your story where like you felt man this is really telling my story absolutely but so not being a musical artist myself I don't know again what that what that looks like so I'm I'm like and it was funny because they said hey man start talking like if you think of something say it because as songwriters we can flip that around and make it something else so if so maybe you don't think it makes sense right now but say it anyway and a couple times it worked and it it was just wild how they but another thing and Collins was just saying it um they wanted to be respectful and 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 say the right things and use terms in the right way and they did man it was like hey would you guys would you guys say this or Sorry, guys, but we wouldn't say that, you know, and they're like, done, it's out. Or would you guys say this? And I'm like, actually, I would or I have before, you know, and they yeah. would leave that in. So they were they were so cool about making sure that it was detailed down to the nuts and bolts, you know. Very artistic, but true to the story, true to what you were saying and, and really being professional about it. That sounds amazing. They didn't want to write a song for them. Right. They wanted to write a song for veterans, not me specifically, but veterans, period. So they wanted it to be as accurate as it could be. Absolutely. And it was really cool. That was cool, man. So you worked with uh, Craig and... And Hal. And Hal, yeah. okay. Yeah. And about how long did it take to, to kind of go through the process? I think ours was like <clears throat> three and a half hours. Okay. And you know me, man. I'm a talker. That's probably why I'm on here with you. But I wanted to give them as much as I could because I don't know what it takes to write a song. So I wanted to give them like as much as there could be given, you know, for them sure. to turn it into something. And I okay, so I helped these guys write a song. So of course I'm going to like it, but... I genuinely think the song is awesome. And they asked me, it was funny too, uh, Hal said, or it might have been Craig, either way, what kind of music do you kind of lean towards when you're in the truck? And I'm like, I'm a little more on the heavy side. Hal picked up his guitar and like heavier country notes. And I'm like, that's the vibe, right? You know, so 
I I'm gonna listen to this song myself because I think it's a good song. So it was yeah. really cool. Awesome. And man. they're gonna take it home and master it and mix it and get a whole band behind it and, and the really? whole deal. Yeah. Okay. So I was asking how. I'm like, hey man, well I have the rights to use this for my intro and outro. For my <laughs> he was like, absolutely, it's yours. I'm oh, like, that'd cool, be awesome, man. Yeah. man. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I love it. Well, coming up here in just a few minutes, uh, we've got Walter. Walter is one of the veterans. Um, he was also part of a songwriting endeavor uh, with me yesterday. Uh, he worked with a couple different artists. I don't know exactly who that is, but he's going to come over. He's a 101st Airborne guy. Pretty cool dude. I was talking to him for a little bit yesterday, so it was uh, it was neat to talk to him. But we're going to get him in here and um, kind of get his, his little story from yesterday. He's not as tall as these country boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Eason will be coming here uh, talking to us in a few minutes. He is the organizer of this whole uh, thing we got going on. Come on over, Walter. All right, Walter, what's your last name, sir? Uh, Sitzwall. Walter. Yeah. I talked to you a little while yesterday. Uh, you were part of the songwriting, um, what, what would we call what happened yesterday, the whole endeavor. Endeavor and experience, yeah. And experience, yeah. So what do you think? Who did you work with? Let's start out with that. What artist did you work uh, with? I worked with Joel and uh, Colin, I think. His oh, name yeah, is Collins. Colin. Yeah, Collins Horton. Yeah, we Joel just talked Holland, to him. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, what did you a, think about, like, their approach? I, in- I, I, I uh, really enjoyed it, as a matter of fact. And they really paid attention to what we had to say. Right. And really worked with... Uh, the, what we we said we did and what we experienced and uh, and I I think it really went well. It uh, there was uh, it was total interest and, and I was a total focus of all their attention. I know. What to, did to you think? We were just talking about uh, the respect that they had for getting things correct. I'm Marine Corps, your Army, yeah. but the respect that they brought to it about making sure that those are things we would say or that oh, the guys in the 101st would say. Yes, I, absolutely, yes. Uh, it, uh, uh, they, uh, they paid it, like I said, they paid really close attention um, to uh, not only uh, just to every bit of what I had to say. Details. From the, from the details, from the time I enlisted to the time I came home. Right. So it, uh I spent uh, spent a, a little bit of time there, so it's, yeah, yeah. It's I think I think they're doing a great thing, and, and the way they went about it to me was very professional, very, very respectful. respectful. Yes, you know they. I yes. think they covered, they checked all the boxes for what they're supposed to yes. be doing here. Yes, so. they did. They they, they really did, um, and uh, and got. Uh, I, could, I could feel like they could. They were a part of me. Absolutely, or I was a part of them. Absolutely. It was a, it was a relationship, kind of an intimate relationship. Yes, from people you've yeah. never met before, never met. You know, yeah. Yeah. songwriters yeah. and some non-military, and, and it's just like you, you can still click with people, and I think that's an important thing about music. You know, oh, absolutely, music uh, brings the best out of everybody. I, I think. think so too. And uh, would you say that it was healing? Healing. It's therapeutic. Uh, therapeutic. It, it's yeah. It was therapeutic. Therapeutic. I agree. Okay. okay. The, the the healing will come. When I'm long gone. Okay, I hear you that. I hear, I hear that. you. But the therapeutic so, part. The therapeutic, the therapeutic part. part yeah. Is, is truly, truly there. I agree. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Well, hey, sir, thank you very much for stopping by and talking to us. You've got your lovely date here, so we're going to let you guys get in and have some yes. fun tonight. Oh, thank you very we'll much. We'll see you in yeah, there, okay? Yeah, yeah she is. She right. is a doll. Yes, she is. Yes. She's a lucky woman, okay. huh? Yes. All right, thanks, Walter. Thank we'll you. talk to you soon, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, we've got the man, the myth, the legend coming in. He's drinking water. 
<laughs> I don't know why this water's brown. Mr. John Eason. <laughs> What's going on, Thanks brother? for coming to talk to us, brother. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> you are an eight-year Air Force? Eight-year Air Force. Brother. Eight-year, yes, five deployments? Five deployments. A little close. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so you, you've done your time. Well, what about this was so important for you to, to start to, to follow through with? Because we know that good ideas are great ideas, but sometimes following through with those ideas, coming up here from Nashville, getting all these guys and gals together, working this whole thing out, where, where, did, that, where did that come from for you? Well, Why uh, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the big thing, I guess, the root of, of this and what makes me so passionate is, is because music is the thing that saved my life. Sure. And I honestly don't believe I'd be here uh, talking to you right now, but it wasn't for music. But, you know, I came down to Nashville and started chasing this music dream. And uh, they brought me here to uh, play at uh, Two Shamrocks. Okay. And I got the chance to go into the uh, museum. And Just by chance or because you... So Brian Judy, who runs Freedom Jam, took me in there because he thought, you're a veteran, you'll want to check this out. Great. And, like, the day I walked into the St. Charles Veterans Museum, it was like nothing else I'd ever been to before. Right? Like, I'm sure you've been to a ton of, like... Uh, no. Military museums and things. That's the best one. And, and there's nothing like it because usually you get to see this is this war, this is this war, this is the general who was involved right. in it. But St. John's not that. This is the individuals. The, the small that were guys. In. This is the boots on the ground, the everyday man that really makes up the world. And there are too many times the little man is forgotten about. And I was just, as soon as I walked out of there, I told Brian, I said, man, we got to do something with this. Like, we need to come and write songs here. And the first thought was we would take the binders and just we would write about the binders. Right, and right. And we would pull stories from there. But then I thought, no, there's these other operations that do similar to what we're doing. Correct. I want to do something similar to that where we bring the vets in, we do two days of this, and then we perform it. And so it's all raw and it's all emotion. Right. And they're getting to share their stories and we're getting to do all this stuff together. And so then a month and a half ago, we just started beating on this thing, and we started looking for sponsors, we started planning, we started looking for people, and we found some great people to come up here, and it's just kind of been this uh, whirlwind thing that seems to be growing right now. How many years ago was this when you came to play and went to the museum? When did that? It was like six months ago, eight oh, months wow. ago. Okay. It has not Quick been turnaround time. Okay, right. Yeah. So that's that shows... We're going to do this, and we're going to do it, like, soon. And if yeah. you think you know, about that, Dominic, the, the museum has an impact on so many people, and for it to have that impact six months ago and for it to be what we're doing right now tonight is an amazing story in itself. Well, listen, there are museums closer to Nashville. Absolutely. They didn't have to come all the way up here is what I'm saying. But yeah. obviously, in that, that museum, folks, if you don't know, you would drive by it if there wasn't a sign on the road. Oh, yeah. I believe it used to be the water company's old uh, main office sure. that got turned into this. Museum. Yeah. Brian said he lived here for I can't remember how many years and had no idea it was there. Right. And then finally found it, and he was so, you know, awed by everything there yeah. that he just had to go in and see that's it. An amazing, that's there. an amazing thing. A water company, water is life, and now the stories of preservation. are kept alive. Yeah. An old water company building. So shout out to all the great men and women at the museum that have made Absolutely. it that great that, that singer-songwriters want to come back here. from. You know, oh, we don't get a whole lot of travelers coming through St. It's a great place to live, don't get me wrong, but this isn't the hot spot for music and entertainment and all that stuff. So for you guys to want to come back up here. Well, they treated us like we were kings and queens. Yeah. Region. I mean, they really did. And, 
I mean, we're all spoiled now, and we're going to go home and expect to be waited on hand and foot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do because nobody's waiting on me hand and foot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I believe because I've seen it being up there, I've seen them talk to people that walk oh, in the door. Yeah. It's not because you're a musician and an artist. And, and no, I it's guess everybody. It, yes, it helps it's, because it's you're a heart. Yeah, but that's just who heart. they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether they are former military or not. They, everybody that walks in that door gets the same treatment, and oh, yeah. it's like it's it's a it's a fun place. Well, it's a not fun all the time, but it's a, it's a very interesting historical. Sure. The kids have a what's that called when kids scavenger the scav- I never remember what this kid yeah. you know. So there's stuff to do for the kids, but it's like they treat everyone that way, and sure. I think that they're says, le- they're learning history by doing it. It's not just a game, you yeah. Know? And how do they know? All of those stories, I'm, I'm still clueless. I, I have no idea, but they, it's like they do their homework and they read about it. Well, they dig and they hunt, and you can tell they're passionate about it because you don't remember things you're not passionate about. For sure. You know, if, if they weren't passionate about it, they could say, hey, here's a binder, check it out. Right. It's about so and We'll so. be over there if you need me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But, but they don't do that. You know, hey, this is, you know, this is so, and they did this and this and this, and then they'll, they'll tell you a hundred things of this person. They can tell you the dates and everything. It's, it's just you could amazing. Get, you could get the guy or gal's kids in there. They go, I didn't know that shit. You know, it's exactly. like, they'll teach you stuff about yourself. They tell me stuff I did. I'm like, wait a minute, when was that? You know? <laughs> well, John, we want to know a little bit about you, man. Tell us a little bit about your background, uh, how you came up in this uh, business or this industry and, and your passion for this, and, and a little bit about your uh, where you're coming from. Well, I'm I'm from Louisiana originally. That's where I was born. But uh, I joke with people that I'm a man of the world. Uh, as soon as I could start moving around and, and leaving the South, I started moving around. So the gypsy. I am. I am. I mean, uh, where's it at? Other arm. Other arm. Yeah, yep. check. Yeah, gypsy life. So uh, I, I've kind of lived all over the place. Uh, I, I'm a. I like to do things. If something's interesting to me, I try it. So I went to culinary school. Uh, I've always been passionate about cooking and art and things and. Uh, then Hurricane Katrina hit, killed my bakery. I had, had to open the bakery for two days and hit, knocked all four walls down, lost everything. Two days after opening. Two day. days after opening it oh. and, and just destroyed everything. So naturally, you know, that would put a uh, bad taste in your mouth. Sure. Well, to hell with cooking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was mad. Right. So uh, I can I, understand that. I went and started uh, on a hauling crew down in New Orleans to clean up. And I thought, I don't want to do this. You know, I'm doing it because it makes money right now. So I thought, I'll join the military. And so uh, I went and signed up. I had to get back in shape and everything to pass all the sure. stuff. And then uh, took off to uh, to San Antonio, to Lackland, to do basic training and everything. And then I was at McGuire for my entire career, which wow. I, I did not expect to be. And, uh, you know, I did the, the five tours over there in Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, you know what? <laughs> people people joke, and you, you could probably relate to this, Deployments, in a way, are very hard, but in a way, they're very easy. It's such a simple thing. It's structure. Eat, it's eat, sleep, don't die. Right. Work out. And here, i got to worry about what I'm going to eat. i got to worry about where my food's coming yeah. from. i got to worry about getting here to pay this bill and do this. Over there, you didn't do it. You went to your dorm, you went to work. You went to your dorm, and you went to work. Structure. Exactly. And so, uh, but as far as music, uh, I grew up doing uh, music with my family. My family toured and did gospel my dad played in a southern rock band. My uncles were singers. My brother plays. My sister can sing. My mom can sing. So it's just been in my blood. It's such a southern thing. I, you guys are all just talented. Well, and I played in band in high school. I played a bunch of different brass instruments. And, you know, it's just been always there. And I, I did always want to do something with this. 
but a lot of times with art, you know, it falls to the wayside of get a real job. Right. And so I tried to do that, and I found out in the end, I don't like having a real job. Yeah, I, I hear you. And it I, gets, <laughs> it, music gets people through their real job. Exactly. Right. And plus, I don't like being told what to do. Right. So right. if I can be my own boss. You had eight years of that, right? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> it, it took every bit of the patience out of me for t- listening to somebody tell me what to do. I'm, right. I can't do this anymore. How many times were you told, you can't be, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to do on the side down sure. at the bars in Nashville, but this isn't a living. You should go... You because still, that throws people off. You'll still hear it today. Yeah. You'll still be, oh, man, you'll, you'll never make a living doing that. You know, you'll, you'll never do this. And, listen, I understand because people don't see art like this as a viable career. And right. we don't get paid like it's a viable right. career. Right, 401Ks. I mean, we're getting screwed out there right now yeah. on royalties and streams and what it costs. Because it used to be if you got a number one hit, you were set. That's it. These days? No. Everybody's got one. I mean, there's so there's so much stuff. Now, it's easy to put music out. We have that. But there's so many people out there doing this that you're really not really selling albums and selling streams. You're selling T-shirts. Right. That's where you make money. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, how many T-shirts can I sell? Yeah. So, so but that, that whole thing with, um, you know, this isn't a viable option, that's all up to the individual, too, because I personally, money's good to have with kids and a wife and a house. It's all great, sure. but... Being a gypsy like yourself, I've done a little bit of traveling. I've learned that I don't need a whole lot. So my happiness to me is worth way more than some stupid paycheck you can give me. I tell people all the time, I've had a lot and I've had a little and all that I need is enough. That's when I, I don't, all that stuff brings more. It's more pain. It ties you down. I need more. all that shit. Yeah. What are you going to spend it on? I mean, I, what you own owns you? I don't think so. I'd get rid of this truck today and be fine. Right? You know, and, and it's yeah. like I'll figure out a different way to get there, but good for you for sticking with it, man. Well, and, and where there's a will, there's a way. Right. You know, and I was going to do this no matter what. And there's been times where, hey, you know, it's thin right now. i got to go work a side job. I've got plasma for a month or two. Sure. Because I needed some extra cash. I, I went and hauled debris for people. I've done everything. Yeah. If, if you got to do something to keep this dream going, that's what you do. Sure. You know, and too many people sitting aside going, oh, I'll play this. And, you know, my plan A, though, is music. Well, plan A real quick turns to plan C and right, D. Right, right. You know, so down the line. Well, what keeps you going, John, when, when it gets tough like that? You know, it's just the love of, honestly, kind of what we're doing right now is telling real stories and real music to people. And you could be so down on this, and you can go play a gig, and this one person walks up and tells you how much a song affected them. That's it. So that's my life. You just you just told me my life, and I've never met you before. That's it. And it just lights that fire and stokes it in you. And this this weekend and this week really has been that for me. It's you know it's re restoked my fire because playing some of these four hour cover gigs and stuff they really beat you down. Sure. I mean, you turn into a jukebox for people, or your background noise at a sports bar. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to make a buck, but. Man, it just yeah. hurts sometimes. And you will be physically leaving a place just exhausted, just beat down. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. So I was thinking about this. Sometimes as veterans, doing things to support a cause, PTSD, addiction, whatever it is, sure. it kind of, it's not, I don't want to say watered down, and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to. How do you stay focused? Like, because you're in a sense you're doing something to help yourself, right? So, like, it, it does have something to do with you specifically, but sure. how do you stay motivated and, and keep that let's do this for these people when you are one of these people? Oh, man. Um, you know, be, I, I think because this thing really is the thing that saved me, okay. it makes me passionate about sharing it with other people because 
I want them to understand. And it's 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 my soapbox kind of in right. a way. Like right, I, right. I don't want to preach to people, but I want to share my story and hope that it helps somebody. Like, um, Brother, I've Been There, the song we wrote about uh, PTSD and, and coming through the other side of it was my song that was, here's my hand reaching out to you in the right. darkness to say, I understand. I'm with you. And, like, folks have come up to me and said, I listened to that, and I knew you'd been through everything I've been through. That's it, man. And our demons were the same demons. That's powerful. And I said, that's what I want. Absolutely. But when we wrote it, I felt so guilty, too, releasing the song. And people are like, what do you feel guilty for? I said, that's a song you should not profit from. That's not a song for profit. Right. It's a song to share and help people. And I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't share it. I didn't push it because I felt guilty and I felt icky. And then I said, I know what to do. We will donate all the profits that we ever make off of this song to a mental health for veterans group. We'll wow. find somebody that we want to do, and then I can push it. Then it's serving its true purpose, and I don't have to feel bad because I never wanted to put something out that. I mean, what a horrible thing to do to that's try nasty to business. It up or something like right, that. right. And I never wanted to do that, and so that's kind of helped push this. And then coming into this as well, working with these guys, I was already there. Because I had to lay myself bare right. to write those songs. So going through that process, it's almost like you're holding their hands. And, man, I've been there. I've, yeah. I've done this before. So let me tell you how this works. It's vulnerable. And it is. You know, I mean, you did it. <laughs> but that vulnerability, I think, is key to making magic. I, I really do. Whether it's music or, or just talking to a group of guys or gals or whoever it is, man, letting them know that you're not just an outsider or a bystander that's like, I read this book and it says here no. PTSD can cause you to not sleep. It's like, dude, yeah. I've been, I've, I've not slept for days, but I, you know what exactly. I mean? And so being able to relate um, makes it, I think you could be more artistic in your way. Sure. You the, know, the guys I wrote with this week, uh, you know, I, I shared my deep, dark secrets with them. Right. Just reciprocating to let them know, listen, if you can be honest, I can be honest. Right. I can tell you how I've been, where I've been, who my demons are. Yeah. That way, you know that I trust you and you can trust me. Right. So I think about stuff, and, and addiction was a huge part of my coming home. The war was one thing, but my real, my real shit started when I got back. And I hate to go up to people, and I don't go up to people and go, hey, I'm Dominic, I'm a former drug. But when we start talking about those things, sure. that is the most current fight that I've had in my life. It's been seven years, thankfully, but... It, it can resonate with so many people. So I, I hate to just jump right out, but I think in my, um, uh, in, in my life, it's been this kind of, I'm opening up my book, my Pandora's box, my whatever to use. So I think it lets people kind of let their guard down a little and yeah. know that, all right, this isn't some dude that's going to judge me because he's been a real motherfucker himself, exactly. you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I think that helps kind of, I think that really helps people open up to you. It does. Like you said, that's that's saying I trusted you enough to give you all of my deep dark yeah. stuff. So now you can trust right. enough to give it to Judge me, me or not. Yeah. I'm here. I'm open too. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm willing to lay myself bare to help you out. Yeah, right. And, and you are. You're putting yourself on the line. Yeah. You know? And so. it can be like shameful and embarrassing. You know, everyone wants to talk about their days of no. being a total who, who, fucking idiot. Who likes talking about your darkest right. days? I mean, but. It's going to help somebody. I, right. I exactly. do it if it helps. Exactly. If it'll help, I'll do some worse shit than that. We talked about it the other day. Uh, you know, to me, when I started talking about things, not holding it all in. Was, was like that pressure valve on a machine. When For you sure. start to open that thing up and you start to let some off, man, what a weight. Yeah. You, you feel just, you know, it just shrinks you down. You're like, oh, my God, what it is can this? breathe. Yeah. yeah. All that anxiety and stuff. And not to say it doesn't come back. You know, PTSD really is a, is a constant battle. You're going to have good. You're going to have bad. You're going to have dark. You're going to have light. For sure. 
But you can learn how to let it off. You can learn those coping mechanisms. Yeah. Thing. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, man, I know we know you've got a ton of stuff to do out there. Thanks for stopping by and talking oh, to us. And, y'all. And, no, thank and y'all so much. Thanks for everything, putting this back together. And I don't think we're going to let this go too easy. I think we're going to have to get you guys back up here somehow. No, we'd somewhere. like to do a remote with you, too, if we can. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. We're going to go down to Nashville and experience Nashville. How about that? We'll do it. I've do never it. been. so I need That's to, even better, man. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. We'll have to sponsor Let's, ourselves and go to Nashville. We will sponsor ourselves. Yeah, we'll, it's a done we'll deal. We'll go jam out for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. I bet I know some people who can uh, help you out. I think you might. I think you might. Awesome, Well, thanks for stopping by, brother. We're going to try to get everybody in here. If anybody in there wants to come chat with us, I'll send Send them this way. All right. All right, brother. Thanks for talking to us. Thank All you. right. Appreciate that's been John Eason. Thank you so much. All right, Dominic. Who else do we got tonight? Oh, man. We can go on and on down this list. Um, I know that Craig, who I worked with yesterday, just went to put on his fancy duds. So okay. uh, when he comes out, I'm going to snatch his ass up real quick. All right. We can get him for a few on here. Great dude. Songwriter. I mean, this guy, it's 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 awesome what he was able to do yesterday. So Absolutely. The... The noises you can hear in the background are, are very much planned to be that way. Yeah, uh, this is this is a live yeah, show. We're live not show. we're not in our studio. Craig, can you stop and talk to us for a minute, please? If you're busy, tell me you're busy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Craig here with us. Craig, Hello. how you doing? Doing great. You Thanks excited for, about tonight? I'm very excited about tonight. Yeah. What has your experience in these now? I can speak on your experience from yesterday because I was a part of it, luckily. Yep. But other than yesterday, how's uh, what's this whole thing been to you? How, what's it meant to you? What's the whole vibe been? It's It's been really incredible. I've always been a supporter of our military, our service people. My, I've got a lot of uh, people who've served in my family, um, and I just always appreciated that. I've got friends I went to school with, and um, I watched things change them. I watched experiences change them. And I watched them not have an outlet either and not, and not know how to voice things that they've been through. Right. And I think that stuck with me a lot. And then uh, I actually was not asked early. Um, I knew a couple of people that had already been asked to come to this. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. That's great. I'm really happy. Let me know how that goes. I'm going to follow all of it. And then I get a call or a message from uh, John Eason asking me to come. I'm like, absolutely, I'm coming. I'm in. Yeah. I told the manager, I said, clear Here's the date. Clear the calendar. We're going. Wow. So, uh, well, like I said, I know I've got a good idea what happened yesterday, and and I'm going to say it live on here. Thank you for that experience because it it meant so much to me, the way you conduct business and your professionalism and respect and and all that other stuff. It it meant a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you. It was absolutely an honor and my my pleasure. And, uh, man, meeting you, was it was a fun thing to start with because you got this this positivity oozing out of your pores. And, <laughs> he uh, is. He's a natural man. I try. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you picked my day up a lot, and then we went through our process. Yeah. Um, to watch it connect to you. Yeah. And then when it connected to you, it was automatically connected to us. Yeah. And uh, it's just it flowed. It I felt. Flowed. I said it. I said it on uh, my podcast last night, and I've said it again. It definitely felt like I was supposed to be in the room with you two. Yeah, I think, I think whatever artist I would have worked with yesterday, I know it would have been a great experience. But the way that you and I and Hal sat down, it, it felt like we were supposed to be in that little room together. I, th- I, I really believe that. Um, that was my first write with Hal O'Dell, and he's a he he's known in Nashville. He's a really great songwriter. Yeah, and we've crossed paths before, but uh, sitting down together 
and sharing our our process between each other and then with you, and all of a sudden, it's just on. Yeah. All three of us are just walking down the trail together. You know what, Jason, I'm talking to you too, but um, yesterday when we started writing, Craig and Hal both got their guitars out. Yeah. They, they asked me, like I told you, what kind of music do you, do you more relate to? I said heavy. With that, Hal just comes with this riff, and it's got that heavy kind of country vibe, strong chords. I don't, I don't yep. want to say it incorrectly, but when we kind of started at it, I saw Craig, he kind of, he didn't sit back, but he had this vibe about him. And the next thing I know, he opens up a guitar case and sets his guitar back down. Yep. And he started telling me, sometimes you got to know when to let another artist kind of take the lead on this thing. And to me, not being a musical, musical artist, I'm thinking everybody wants that. Everybody wants the riff. Everybody wants the lyrics. And the way these guys, now you're going to handle this. I'll handle this. So, so Craig's over here writing and doing his process, and then Hal's over here doing his process. It was so cool to me to see these guys work together and share this experience instead of trying to get to the top of that mountain and be the only one there by themselves you know so that i appreciate you for that like knowing you know knowing that i know you would have done a great job you know what i'm saying i'm not taking <laughs> that away from that. you at all but knowing what you knew it was it was very surprising and very uh it was it was cool for me to watch well thank you and and i i honestly i feel like i can say this that all of the writers that came on this trip i believe they're all of that mindset and i pre- i'm you know, I had a chance to do it. Oh, uh, Hal brought that thing out, and he he slapped some swamp funk on it. And you said, "Man, yeah," and uh, lit up, lit up, yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, I'm with you. Enough about me. The rest of your experience with the other veterans, real quick. I know you got to go. <laughs> oh, it's been absolutely amazing. There's been a connection um, every time of some kind. It does differ between the experiences and the age. Age for sure. Well, you know, you got somebody that served in Vietnam, they've had a long time for that to marinate. Very much. And, uh, you know, some of them have figured it out and some of them haven't. Right. Some of them came from an, a generation where you didn't talk about it. No opportunity. No, you put it in your pocket and you kept it there because you got to take care of right. family, business, whatever. Right, right. And the whole time it's, it's eaten away. And um, I, I, I really believe that I've seen a couple of times where that stuff that was hidden that probably has been a thorn you know, in their sides, a burr under their saddle, was finally, I don't know if it was removed or not, but I know that it was it was lessened at least. John said it great when he said opening up that pressure valve a little bit. A perfect. And I think that's, I think that's a very perfect d- way to great say. description on what it, you guys do. Well, it's, it doesn't take away the problem, but it gives an avenue for healing. Man, just a little bit of relief sometimes, just yeah. a day, just while you're cutting the grass if you don't have to think about. Right. And you've got your own stuff in your personal life. But you know that feeling when you just get to trim the hedges and, and not worry about that thing yeah. for an hour. A word we heard it, earlier was therapeutic. It's not, yeah. yeah. And, it's, you know, it's actually therapeutic to us because what people don't understand, the songwriters, is we're always scraping. We're always scraping. We're always writing. Sure. It's not always friendly. It's not always fun. And a lot of times it doesn't mean anything other than we're trying to pitch a song for a dollar. Right. We know that. Sometimes we write for ourselves, and those get filed differently. Yeah. But um, when we're here and we see a song making a difference, man, it's it's hard not to. Different gear. It's a different gear. Yeah. And, and we're part of it. You know, we tend to be empathetic because that makes us songwriters. Right. But, um when you've got those emotions rolling out at you and you say, oh, I, I wrote something that mattered 
to somebody. And it's your words. We took your words, sure. but we're part of it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you helped. You, you let us be part of it. You let us into your lives. Absolutely. And, uh, man, I can't thank you enough. It's just an honor to be here. Well, thank you, too, sir. I appreciate you. And look forward to seeing you out there. It's going to be – we're going to have some fun tonight. I'm looking forward to All it. All right, brother. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, plug your your um, your website with your, the card you gave me, please. Sure. Uh, you can find me at craighendricksmusic.com. You can find me on ReverbNation.com slash Craig Hendricks. My music are, uh, is all over uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, YouTube Music, everywhere you want to look for it. Craig Hendricks, you can find me there. Awesome. Check them out. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll see you in there. All right. All right. That's been Craig Hendricks. Thank you so much. And, Dominic, uh, who else do we have tonight? Mr. John J. Kennedy, thank you for coming and talking to us for a few. Yes, sir. Thanks for, thanks for having me out. Absolutely. Uh, my name's Dominic. I didn't get the chance to meet you yesterday. We were running around back and forth, so yeah, it is we, great to meet you. Thanks for coming up. Right. Yeah. This is my partner, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Nice to meet you, sir. Good to meet you. So how long, what, what's, your, uh, what's your background, what's your history in music? Okay. So uh, I know it's a long story, but, you it know. Is, it is a long story. I started playing guitar when I was in first grade. And, yeah. Um, I studied music all through school. I spent a number of years on the West Coast playing music. I moved to Nashville in 2006. Um, and been, you know, focusing on writing songs and playing as much as I can since I've been in Nashville. I now live in Mount Juliet, which is about 10 miles east of Nashville. That's where Charlie Daniels was from. Okay. So, uh, we so you nice. get you get in and out of the chaos as you please. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah, but most of the time I'm playing in Nashville three or four times a week. Right, right Very on. Very nice. Yeah. So how did you get um, invited, asked, looped into this whole awesome thing you guys got going on? How did you, how'd you become a part of this team? Well... One of the main guys behind this is John Eason. Uh-huh. And uh, I met John. John also lives in Mount Juliet. Okay. And I met John um, shortly after we moved to Mount Juliet. And um, him and I got talking about music, and we realized we had a lot of things in common. So uh, John and I got together, and we wrote a couple songs. And, um, you know, we've always just kept in touch. So John knows that veterans' issues are very important to me. Right. And so... You know, one day I just I just got a message that popped up, you know, and it said, hey, we're putting this uh, this benefit together for, for veterans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's going to be like five days, and it's, you know, we're going to Missouri and stuff. And it was uh, Labor Day weekend, which is also my uh, – me and my wife's anniversary. Nice. Was just, was happy, just, anniversary. happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Oh, sir. she's pissed at you yeah, for not so, being home. So I had to t- tell her, I said, look, man, I said uh, – I said, we'll celebrate when I get home, yeah. but, but I got to do this. I got something know? I have to do. <laughs> I said, you know, because. Well, as a veteran myself and, and being part of this thing, thank you for doing that. I don't know how well that would have went over with my <laughs> wife, but I'm, I'm glad your wife's awesome and she let that fly. Oh, well, I tell you what, man, people since we've been in town have just been so good to us. Have they? I mean, we, we've never, I've never felt this much love, I'm, you know. From, I'm happy to hear that, man. Yeah, Not I mean, that I thought anything otherwise but i'm happy to hear that oh no y'all are taking great care of us that's great and, uh, and you know we've we've just enjoyed meeting with the veterans and talking to them and you know at times it's been you know very very emotionally draining yeah. um but uh but in a good way right because you know we're we're here to to tell their story and you know people are thanking us they don't need to be thanking us they need to be thanking them of course um and and you because you're a veteran too. thank you so you know, we thank it, we thank all the veterans for their service and for sacrificing the way they have, because it's through people like that that we get to do right. what we do. Yeah. We travel around and share our music with That's the world. That's great, man. So if we can help, you know, share someone else's story, um, yeah, that, there's nothing better that we can do. Without without getting too specific, because we, you know, you guys are writing songs about this stuff, and we want to hear them live. Did anything kind of jump out at you these past couple of days? And you know, what, what did 
I know every story is it has an effect, you know, but was there was there anything you were just kind of like blown away by? Yeah, um, you know, a lot of the people that we talked to were Vietnam vets. And um, my father was, was a Vietnam vet. He was in the Air Force during Vietnam, and, um, you know, he flew missions over there and stuff. But, you know, I mean, he wasn't on the ground fighting, but, you know, he, he went Still through there. some stuff too. Still there. So I, I've heard a lot of those stories, but, you know, um, it just, it just kind of breaks your heart the way those guys were treated when they, Absolutely. When they were brought back home yeah. because they, they weren't really given the respect that, that they deserved. No way. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why it's so important that we do this because um, those guys deserve that. Yeah. And if they, if they didn't get it when they came back and they weren't treated, you know, with all that much love <laughs> at all. At all. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's up to – it's up to, it's up to all of us, yes. all of us, yes, artists sir. artists, and not. So, right. Well, hey, man, thank you very much for stopping by and talking to us. We're about at game time. We know you got right. a lot of stuff to do, so thank you right. so much for coming in. All right. Thank you. Thank you, thank John. I appreciate Kennedy. you, man. And, again, happy anniversary for all you. Right. We'll Thanks. see you out there. Have all fun. Right. Yeah. All right. Next up, we've got a close personal friend of mine, Mr. Hal O'Dell. How you doing, buddy? 100%. I okay. Mr. Hal O'Dell, how you doing? I'm well, Dom. Yeah. I, uh, I want to tell you, like I told Craig, the experience yesterday, I need to thank you for that because um, it's not often that you get that kind of respect and um, dedication and motivation and, and sincerity coming from folks. Um, I, in my life, I've been treated very well as a veteran, so I'm not saying I went through some of this, but the way you guys were so respectful and, and heartfelt and, and how you guys did it, what I think to the best of your ability, I just I need to let you know I really do appreciate that. You're welcome. You know, it, um, it's such an honor to be in the writing room with people like yourself that are willing to put these heavy feelings out there and these things that you might, part of you might say, I'd like to keep that hidden, but it, I, I can speak for all of y'all, and particularly you. The guy said, nope, this is the real thing that I went through, and I want that in the song, and you sing it, and uh, we'll put it out there. Yeah. Is, um, so thank you. I mean, your your honesty and your willingness to let us in into your head. I had a great time. Oh. I, I I thought it was a blast. And like I was telling Craig um, and Jason here, we've talked about it. The way you guys were so you wanted it to be right. Now, of course, as a Marine, my song that you wrote, your song that you wrote, um, has some. It's a little heavier on the Marine Corps side, but. You, a couple different times, had asked me, would you say this? Is this the way you guys talk? And a few of the times it was yes, and a couple it was no. And the way you were receptive to that, because, you know, you might think of an artist like, well, this is the way I'm going to write it because this sounds better. But you would not, you would not let that happen. You, you held that as a personal responsibility to make sure that it was as, as close to perfect as we could get. Absolutely. And the, one of my biggest mentors told me once uh, – named Mary Gaucher, who actually does a lot of work in the veterans community. Anyway, she was talking about writing, and she said, you need to respect your audience and tell them the truth. And um, Wow, that's good. Even if it's not, you know, we're not necessarily telling a, you know, nonfiction story, but you know, listening, if... We, well, when we talked about you being a Marine, if we filter that song through the experience of a Marine and don't 
alter that. People will listen that are Marines will say, yeah, that's right. right. That's, that's true, even if they don't know you from Adam, as opposed to, like we talked, me sitting by myself and writing a song about what I think Marines are based on having watched TV. Right. Then you guys would listen and say, yeah, it's a fine story, but that's BS. Yeah. It's not real. Well, and it is kind of branch-wide too, right? So if, if you write a song about the Army, I might not know exactly what that specific line or verse is, but I got a good idea what you're saying, you know. Exactly. And, and I would like to think that the people that would listen to your song about being a Marine will understand the bigger issues of faithfulness and integrity sure. and pain yeah. and loss because those things are universal. Yeah, struggle. But we have to tell them, if we're telling that story as a Marine, we have to tell it right. As a Marine, right. As a Marine. Right. So how did you, what, um, I guess, how did how were you invited? How did you get the call? How, how did this whole thing happen to where you ended up here in St. Louis, Missouri? Well, you know, it, it's interesting doing this kind of writing that we've done this weekend because John Eason, who really spearheaded putting this together, yeah. isn't is one of the artists that I wrote most, write most with in Nashville. We've written for years. Really? We've written hundreds of songs. And we've written a lot of heartfelt songs uh, about his experience in the Air Force yeah. and in the service and coming home and recovering right. from that. Post-service, yeah. Post-service. Yeah. Um, a lot of things that were heavy and deep, and there were tears. And um, songs like uh, Brother, I've Been There that he does. So. And so he, he and I have such a bond being able to sing these songs. He and I and another friend of ours named Zach Hennard that re- write most all the songs that John hmm. releases. And uh, when he said he was going to do this, he said, you got to come. And I said, I'm there. That's, that's the Period. story. That's it. Wow. And... Uh, I'm the one that's been blessed this weekend being here. I uh, and, and the other thing that you need to know is the, the community of writers in Nashville is pretty close. Yeah. And as word of this spread, so many people would contact me. Hey, put a good word in for me on that. Or <laughs> it's full. Can I do that next year? Right. Who's putting this together? There, there's, a, there's a huge willingness on the part of songwriters to use our gifts, you know, to to help. Is that right? Absolutely. I'd love to hear that. And, you know, we talked, you know, we, you got us could have called and said, hey, we need some volunteer help. It would be nice if you could come up and mow our grass and pick up trash and paint the walls. And right. we, could, we could do things like that. Yeah. But anybody could do things like right. that. This is your field. This is our, you know, I'd like to think it's a gift. gift it's a for gift sure. and a talent Absolutely. And, yeah. and a discipline. Absolutely. But this is something that we can bring and say, here's something special. If it's useful to you, take it. We'll we'll bring it. Well, Jason and I were talking. We are going to sponsor our own trip down to Nashville, and we're going to get all you. And we're, you know, we want to come to each individual gig and venue, and we want to, we want to podcast there. I've never been to Nashville, so I'm missing out. You're committed now. I see. I'm in. No backtrack. Now I can't. I might have. It's only five hours away. I might have a wife and a few kids with me because I don't know. But you you bring the whole team. Nashville is pretty much PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Bring bring everybody. I got to ask you a question because it it's just an experience I had yesterday. When you asked me what kind of music do I generally listen to, and I said heavy, why did you go with 
that chord or what's the what's the proper way to say that in a musical? Like what you the, the kind of swampy the, blues yeah, sound. It it fit so perfect. Well, you know, is that just freestyle? Like you just came up with that? I have tools in my toolbox. Sure, just like you, I'm thinking as a marine. Given some tasks, there's not always one way to do a task. Yeah. You, you're going to adapt what you do to the need of the situation. And so for me, if I hadn't asked that and we had written sort of a straight-up do-do-do-do country song, yeah. you would have been like, oh, thanks, that's nice, but that's not me. <laughs> and so before we ever went down that road, we needed to know what resonates with Dom so that Dom feels ownership of yeah. this thing. Because I, I love that. You're in that. you're in this in that room. You were in the seat normally occupied by the artist, right? And my goal in every right with the artist is when they leave, they say, "This is just the song I had in my head, but I didn't know how to sing it. Right. I didn't know how to tell it." Um, because if if I don't do that, I don't need to be there. If if I don't bring anything to the table, I'm just sucking up air. It it connected with me like. And of course, I'm going to be a fan of it because we we worked on it and stuff like that. But it's a song I listen to in my truck. It really is, you know. That gets me right there, and, man. And that's, I think I that's think that's I the want. goal. You know, I think no, that was the whole thing. Craig and I were just so honored that you let us be there and shared that time, and we're willing to do the heavy lifting to get it right. Right. And, and there were one time in particular that I had steered us down a direction that wasn't quite right, and you guys were both. Mm, that's okay, but yeah. it's not right. And we just pulled those words out and started again and found the right place. And right. so that was y'all, that was you doing the heavy lifting to, so that with a finished product, you can listen to and say, that's, that's me. Those are my words coming out of that guy's mouth. Well, telling a professional singer-songwriter that something isn't right, I'm like, I can't say that, but, but you're right. We all kind of got together and we're like, it works, but it doesn't fit there. Listen, we're, anybody that likes music has a, a fan hat, and I can be in the songwrite and for a, 10 seconds take off my songwriter hat, yeah. put on my fan hat, and say, I don't really like that. Yeah. And I don't need to know why. It right. doesn't matter why. Right. I like it. It works. I don't like it. Got a chance. I think that openness to um, different possibilities and, you know. Staying well, curious, man, you know, just on how you can do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the creativity of it. Yeah. You know, we were talking, and it's like there is a way, I'm sure, to write a template. That's the word I was looking for template. 40 minutes ago. Yeah, you just got it. I'm sure there's a <laughs> template to write a song. But the way these guys were able to go in and out of that and not not stick to any guidelines. They did, you know what I mean? They, they had this creative vision, and, and it's like you just watch it keep building and the wheels turning and then they came up with this thing and I'm like I don't even I don't understand it at all but it's it's beautiful to watch yeah but you know you you explained uh, an analogous situation in your past life to that clearing a room as a marine and I could watch you do that and I could say there was no rhyme or reason he just sort of did stuff yeah. and it worked yeah and in your head you'd say no no it might right. look like that you pie a door for this reason and Likewise, in the songwriting, and I know it is, to some extent, it is loose and changes from time to time. But yeah. You, but you do have a, a direction that you're trying to follow. You're trying to keep everything pointed toward the main idea. Yeah. You're trying to get verses that accomplish one task in the song and the chorus that accomplishes a different task. So 
So you do have this general guideline in your head, but you're right, there are a lot of different ways you can do that. Yeah. Sometimes you start with a little musical lick that you think, that's cool, let's build a song around that. Which is or, kind of what you did. That's right, with that song, we did. You did. Because immediately I felt that, I was like, hey, that's, that's something I can vibe with. You know, and sometimes it's a phrase, sometimes it's a little story someone heard. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to end up across the finish line. And you, you, it's that curiosity that you talked about. You have yeah. to be willing to, gee, what, what if we did that? Well, what about that? You throw the what some, if, yeah. The what if. And you throw something out and say, well, I don't like that, but that made me think of this other thing. Yeah. And you end up down a road that you never thought you'd go down. Yeah. And it's being curious. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the experience yesterday. We know you've got stuff to do in there. We appreciate you stopping by and talking to us. Hal, it was a thank pleasure, man. Appreciate you, you coming you. by. Look, forward, you to, so look much. forward to seeing you up there on stage, brother. We're going to wail tonight. I think we might embarrass. We're going to wail and we're going to cry we and might, we're going to laugh. We might embarrass my family a little bit, but it's still a secret. <laughs> they owe you. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. That's been Hal Odell. Here at uh, St. Charles County at the uh, O'Fallon Elks Lodge. I don't know what else we've got going on. I mean, is it? Is, are we getting close to game time? I, I think we're getting close to game time. I think we might want to wrap this up, Dom. Yeah, we can put all this stuff away and go enjoy the show for a little Do while. you want to take us out? I want to take everybody out. Thanks, Hal. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Take us out, Dom. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for uh, just checking us out. Uh, we wish you could all be here, but we've got a seat capacity that we can't get through. So thank you so much, and we will see you guys soon. The Dog Tag Podcast out. <laughs>